0: Mm-hmm. Body's gonna like times.
1: hi guys welcome I back to sims it's juno this is episode three i'm juno again
2: i'm brandon <laughs> back in the cut as always and i'm kenneth
1: so today we have a guest and this is my cousin kendall webb artist kendall webb he's gonna be popping in with us giving some insight today in and out and um yeah so we're just gonna kick it off and uh we're gonna start with a game and uh brandon you can go ahead and tell him
2: so the game is like our version of fuck Mary kill and we're changing it up a little bit because we're doing it mainly based off of songs so we're gonna do songs that we would fuck or marry cause there's a lot of songs that I, I would like to not kill cause I <laughs> like music cause Definitely. I love music and I appreciate artistic uh influence and stuff like that so if I could kick it off
1: yeah go perhaps, ahead, go if ahead and I could humbly playing. kick it off
2: um so in this I just wanna ask you guys okay in this song would you fuck it or Marriott, and the song is Guarding the Gates by Lauryn Hill.
1: Ooh, that's hard. Generally, Lauryn Hill is a legend, so that's really hard. I've heard it in the Queen and Slim movie. Excellent. Um, And then you showed me one, so I'm going to have to marry the song. Like, I could definitely see that song, like, playing at my wedding or something like that. Like, you know, releasing me to someone. Lower me know.
2: into the grave. <laughs> That's that song. I want that said, song played Baby. as my mother cries for her son's lost uh, life. You got I before want your that. mama? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if I'm living right, you know. I will see. If you living right? Okay. Yeah, if I'm living crazy,
3: like, yeah. I, like I plan to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm a believer in monogamy, so <laughs> Okay
1: like, Shout out to Megan I Meghan. would say Mary <laughs> Shout
3: out to Megan I would say Mary Cause He tried to also, stay in the relationship Lauren Hill <sighs> Man She's a legend Like
2: Living super like she's the, super dope the story surrounding this song and especially yeah. it's like spot on the soundtrack is like is very Lauren Hill-esque cause like the story was is that like they waited forever mm. to like to get this song because like Lauren Hill is Lauren Hill, and she wants her music to be as close to an expression of her coming through the fucking radio right. as, as possible. possible. Yeah, and she's so, like, right. backseat car, she's like, yeah, she's it's like, bad. she's she. So she held on to the song until like they already had the movie done, mm. and they were like, they were like, is she gonna come through with it? We don't know. Like, we really need it, but like we'll deal without it. But she like finally sent it through before they went to their like green light meeting for all their like everything and so they got it in there and i could not you could not have asked for a more like beautiful like uplifting like oh just heavenly song oh, to yeah. end that heavenly to end that movie
1: <laughs> uh, it was like a nice comeback for Lauren Hill just especially because she hadn't really released a lot of things um, recently so I felt like her coming out with that and it also being in a movie soundtrack um, definitely like woke me up to her again a lot of people mm, are starting yeah. to kind of forget that Lauren actually really started this shit like people don't realize that she created the movement for female hip hop in the industry um, so definitely a good song choice uh, for your number one uh,
2: for the Fuck America.
1: I definitely <laughs> right.
2: say so, I'm I'm going to go ahead and we'll, we'll move on to the next one. And this song, I smashed the fuck out of it, but I wouldn't <laughs> marry it. I wouldn't want to wake up next to this song every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that song is Baby by uh, Lil Baby, or Quality Control, and it features Lil Baby and Baby on it. Mm. And, like, this song is just... A glorious trap banger. Like, I could not put it another way. Like, it's so... Like, you could turn this song on, like, in the middle of church. And I will turn up to it, and the pastor will look at me funny, but I will turn the fuck up gladly to this song. Is I mean, no matter in, where I they am. They up playing it in church.
3: I don't think you'd be the only one turning up. <laughs> 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 hey, hey. You, I mean you know people like that's the funniest part is like people be in the club Saturday night and in church on Sunday morning. Right. You know people have the congregation probably they know
1: that. Should we out.
2: turn up at church? That's another. Ooh. I mean, it depends. It depends on what you define. God wants to see us full of define, joy. Define turn up at as. <laughs> I don't mean like. Well, I mean if they're serving the the wine, you feel me. It's kind of.
1: <laughs> right we turn it up right then and there I mean I'm getting a free drink inside the congregation that's
2: a God good thing. God is paying is, is paying for <laughs> your tab life. God is putting, <laughs> he putting he he's like, for your he life. said put it <laughs> on my tab I put your life on my tab already put the drink on my tab drink up let's get crumped so like, that's God's whole energy. So now we know Brandon
1: drinks after, you know, the night before he goes to church, you know. <laughs>
2: and at church. <laughs> and at, uh, all right. You might, would you guys, movie you movie, guys but... fuck or marry this song?
1: Ooh, you know what? I'm gonna have to say fuck because, like, I love trap and everything, but it's not, like, one of my favorite trap anchors, So, I'm sorry.
3: No. You should have chosen else. I would say probably, like, maybe send, send him a text. <laughs> Like, Do you up text. You, you up. <laughs> maybe. Like, type it in. And if then don't hit back and But wait, it's all no, good. type it in and maybe, like, uh, should I send it? <laughs> should I actually not send Should I it?
1: actually not send yeah. that a text message? Uh, Is uh, you're, it too risque for the people? Yeah. You're
3: asleep anyway. <laughs> Nah, I'm not sending this up. You're not sending it? You, you, um, you, you okay, killed that song? I mean, you, you over it? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know? great artists. I mean, just great
1: great right? artists. Again, but great just artists. not, like, my not cup, my cup of tea, tea, not my vibe with it, you know. I smash the fuck out that song. I mean, honestly... <laughs> And guys, all That's the songs that we're song. mentioning right now will be listed down below. So if you guys haven't heard the song, you guys can listen to that song. Um, just so you if you guys don't know. You
2: know what? We gonna okay. go a, a step further and make a playlist for y'all. If y'all yeah. don't haven't heard don't, these songs, you feel me? Because like some of this stuff that we that we talking about. I'll bless your life. You feel me? That's all I gotta say. It might heighten um,
1: you to a new level. You feel maybe. me? Um, right
2: okay, way. so the next song
1: Okay, go is gonna in. be Swayed by,
2: Swayed Anderson, by Anderson Peck. Swayed
1: by Anderson Peck?
2: Yes, indeed.
1: Yeah, Damn! You got me with Anderson Peck. Like, that's hard. You know how great he is? He's one of the greatest. So if you see this Anderson, what's up? What's up, boo? <laughs> what's um, happening, bro? What's up? What's up? Um, no, but that's a really good uh, choice, I think, for you. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm gonna have to Bro. marry, marry, off tops. Mary, yeah. Mary, Mary, every single day. The song is smooth, how he I'm comes in, like. <laughs> every- <laughs> smooth. <laughs> just Smooth as
3: fuck. I, I can't even say it, it's probably covering. What do you so.
1: think? What do you think?
3: I would say, yeah, I would say Mary, cause Anderson Just has that vibe. That vibe. That vibe, like. He give it you to you. You know it's Ooh. like this old school feeling. But it's and it's not new school. It's just new age, like on, on some on some upper brain level, whatever. Like <laughs> low key, galaxy there's brain. a there's a on galaxy brain level. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like there's a whole era coming to an end on Earth right now. I don't think people realize that. Like the the way the ways of thought that are like killing the world, killing the music industry, destroying the environment. Like those ways of thought are becoming. Technologically speaking,
2: obsolete. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Man, so, I. And, and there's a new something coming. I absolutely love this song, but in the discography of Anderson Pack, it's very high up there for me. Do not get me wrong. I would fuck this song, but I wouldn't marry it because I feel like this song would ruin my life and, like, not let me be around my family. You know what I mean? Because it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, you, you, you're closer to your mom than you are to me. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of energy that song would bring to me. And I'd be like, yeah, it's my mom, but that song wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Like, that song makes me feel... Like a seventies pimp, respectfully. He's a oh, respectful a pimp. Boy, he, he is a respectful boy. pimp. He's still a pimp though. I don't okay. beat women, and I would never. Even if I was a pimp, I would be very, very friendly, and my pay would be competitive with other. Oh pimps. my god! You feel me? So no, I'd be like, but this song makes me feel like a pimp. <laughs> Honestly, but I want to step to this song. He's thugging. Or you he's know what? Thugging. You know what would be even better is because I went to the I went to the mm-hmm. roller rink the other day. I should I should have requested this song. Oh, at oh. the just, roller
3: rink, bruh. I mean, I feel like he does kind of make that vibe. It is a song you want to skate to.
1: Yeah, definitely. He gives off, like, 90s barbecue with my uncle just chopping it up vibes. Like, that's the type of vibes I get when I listen to this song. But I don't know. I'm going to marry it for now because I fuck with Anderson Pack, But... I thought she was gonna choose Six Summers, cause that shit. Oh, hey, this shit don't uh, Trumps got to
2: love child. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, you know yes, he do though. Yes, uh, um, he's somewhere. Right. She's somewhere, the she somewhere
2: she in, the, in in yeah. the world. Um, <laughs> so my next song is gonna be Cyanide. Ooh. by Daniel Caesar
1: Grammy mm. award winning nominee mm.
2: Daniel Caesar gotta throw that
1: out there Cyanide. are
2: you marrying this song you can't say marry to all the songs like.
1: I'm not saying it to all the songs but genuinely I oh would, you did
2: say fuck to, look, yeah, to the baby song to the, okay. yeah cause that wasn't for me okay I feel you
1: yeah but honestly when it comes to Daniel Caesar I don't dislike anything that he does personally I feel like he's the one of the best R&B male artists out right now I can't I, he won a Grammy for a reason mm-hmm. you know what I mean like his voice is so smooth and every time you hear it it just feels like damn I wanna make a baby even <laughs> if I'm not trying ah, to I'ma still that's make a baby that like, that's just, mad that's expensive, expensive
3: right. but I would make a baby that was that,
1: mad expensive a, but just like when you hear business. his voice you're pregnant okay <laughs> <laughs> just put just one note huh? <laughs> okay <laughs> but <laughs> don't even I'm not not there yet can the well,
2: will you marry this?
1: song yeah what are you gonna do <sighs> do you did you how did you feel cause I know you're not like a huge Daniel fan it depends and,
3: and uh, I mean I really I do vibe with that song I do I like this the way it comes in mm-hmm. it's it's just like a chill vibe and low key like still finding myself still figuring it out so yeah, I mean, everybody can't vibe with everybody and everything, but Daniel Caesar is definitely—he makes some vibes that I vibe with. So
1: he's a peaceful I, being. I, I, I
3: would like it.
2: Yeah. Would you fuck it though? Would you fuck it? Or hard. would you marry it? <laughs> <laughs> not marry. <laughs> not marry. Not
1: marry. It's not your favorite. One
2: night stand? Maybe. I mean, maybe like a second date. It comes on playlists that I like, and we'll see what happens after the second date. But my taste changes. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't I fuck it, or he won't marry it, but you'll take it on a second date. All right, I'm gonna call that a fuck. So, um, all right. I guess. So the next song <laughs> is gonna be Dangerous mm-hmm. by Schoolboy Q. Ooh, I love that. I be feeling dangerous.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Schoolboy is his flow is really dope. I f- I feel like he uses a lot of different type of various sounds in his music. I think that he slept on very underrated. Oh yeah, Um Definitely. Like if I Not ask people, people really about know. him, they don't know him. But what for real? I mean, I and.
2: You, you said say? people didn't know Juice WRLD last time I talked to you. Like, I, I'm not sure if you know. You know what I
1: no, mean? No, that's not true. Like, don't question me. He was like, me. people don't know no, that Juice WRLD has a banger. Go back and watch the first not, episode. She said that. <laughs> he's not super, but he's not super mainstream all no, the time. He's not, no. He, like, drops music and then he'll, like, go into the cut.
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Like, you know what
1: I mean? Well, so, he like, we'll hear from him. He does
2: that same thing that, like, all of TDE does that. Like, where they, like, drop a song and then, like, And then they just, like, wait a year or they're not here for Wow. Where do you go? <laughs> they just well, they let the work speak for the, for itself. Yeah. So I gotta respect that. Right. At the same time, because like you have a lot of rappers who it's like quantity over quality. Right. Blueface. <clears throat> anyway, um, uh, like uh, don't so, mention like him. Um, no, he'll come here and fuck my <laughs> shit up. Anyway, um, no, yeah, but like yeah, I like is that you. No, blueface. No, um, no, nah, but like I that this song, I love it mainly because like I'm uh the recovered addict okay. and like that like the 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 talks of addiction on this song and like yeah. what it means to be truly addicted to something and what it means to be around people who are also addicted to something and like them you know they kind of have a certain energy that's like not what you would want around your person just mm-hmm. because it's about that friendship and that camaraderie but what is it what is all that about what is that surrounding what's at the core of all that friendship you know what i mean right. cuz i've never met a junkie that i hated All right, like Hmm. all the junkies I've ever met are like (laughs) cool ass motherfuckers. Tell people like you ain't gonna ask somebody for drugs and be an asshole. That's true.
1: That's true. Like every junkie I met is nice. Like I met a lady at the bus stop recently, and I knew she was on something but she was very shout out lady at the bus stop, real one. She was
2: real. She was. (laughs) (laughs) was... Addiction has a genetic component. It's not your fault. Most
1: of those people have really bright lights, but Uh, people choose not to see them. You know. So shout out to your recovery, though. And I see how that song like impacted you.
2: You know, like for sure. It's a, it's a magnificent song, but Kenneth, my real question.
1: I didn't even say my, what I oh. would do to the song. Yeah, I was like, whoever's, wait a Whoever's ready for I it. I was like, wait a second. Okay. And I would definitely fuck. I fuck with the song. So it, it's a fuck for me. It's with a With that one. Yeah. It's, it's a smash?
3: It's a smash, you know. I think so. You smash? Uh, Not yeah. Mary? Cause... Marriage is serious, man.
1: <laughs> hey, I just can't commit right now. I just don't know. I'm still young.
3: I gotta figure
2: this stuff out. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I would marry this song. You would get married in like a Las Vegas a
1: type of setting. Yeah,
2: like it would be like a it'd be like it'd be a very uh, very small setting, but you know. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. So
2: um yeah so you know what so, I think it's about that time.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I have. Five, I'm going to pull out for y'all. Um, I think my first one today is going to be DeSmoke Black Habits. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of you guys have heard of it. It's brand new, but how are you feeling about it? Black Habits. I'm going to start with Kenneth today. Because yeah, um, you're a very, you're an activist out here. Like, you <laughs> preach black rights, you, you know, you for your black back. people, you know. So, yeah. what's up?
3: Um, I would say... I would definitely say Mary cuz like it's such a it's such a different vibe it's a different vibe in the song and it's his lyricism is so it's true it's speaking truth and for me like having having studied different types of texts and scriptures and things it's like it really resembles a lot of what prophecies talk about is like real talk the ancient the children of Israel what a reason for their own destruction they were the beloved but they didn't love each other
1: right and i, I definitely agree i definitely agree and would you say like because like you know d smoke is from inglewood like you know right. our grandma's house i vibe with that like i'm like, like you know there's a, a whole up. part of
3: me that i feel like i know but i don't know right because i've lived in az my whole life it's like family moved out here when i was two so it's like what like there's a whole part of me that I'm not sure of. Mm-hmm. There's a whole part of me that I don't know. And dad passed at five. So like that's like there's there was there's no direct link and so every time I hear somebody coming out from, from Inglewood from, right I'm like damn like no, that's that. way too close right. to, to not be family so like I really vibe with literally every single piece of music that he okay has put out thus far like
1: okay and, and that's great cause you know D Smokey's on the rise right now a lot of you guys don't know where he's from uh, Netflix Rhythm and Flow so he's so dope check him out on there uh, but yeah I'm going to my next one and it's crazy this person that I'm about to bring up Travis Scott one of my favorite most all times uh, no bystander Standards. So Mm.
2: I wouldn't here's the thing. People (laughs) are complicated complicated. (laughs) and the love that you feel for someone has to be very real when you come into marriage. Kenneth (laughs) has brought that into my eyes and made me
1: realize (gasps) that. Uh, (laughs) So you're not even gonna I
2: have to I have to really truly look at, Mm. you know, a future with this with this song. I don't see one i see a very fun right now oh, okay um, i see a very beautiful you're i don't know having a good, know, having I don't a good bright, time for now Bright right now it's awesome that, i might i know might know like that i though. might date this song briefly
1: Have you ever just been high and in the car and listened to No Bystanders? If you haven't, I suggest you do it and it'll change your life. I don't smoke
2: and drive because I don't want a DUI. And I'm not saying... I am
1: not saying that (laughs) I (laughs) have smoked... No, I was like in a passenger seat and I was just... (laughs) And they played No Bystander and I was in the back and it was just like, ooh. And I was looking out the roof. It it just felt so good. Mm -hmm. But I love No Bystanders. That's top on my list.
3: Um... It depends But I'll probably go I'm gonna go with Brandon on that one It's just It's a vibe And like that's the hardest part about music Is like It's such a saturated market Fucking preach It's such a saturated market That like there's so much good music out there I'm just not sure if I'll really have if that, a If
1: that's like on your
3: list, right? right?
1: Okay. Well, my next one for you guys is Akota the Friend Church. He's a newer rapper, a lyricist. What do you guys think about him? I'm gonna go with you Brandon first. You gonna fuck, Mary kill the song?
2: It was a song that I had not heard before. Um, but you guys have heard of Love at First Sight. You know what I mean? There's right. lots of movies on it and, and, it's, and it's very prominent in <laughs> mm. this world. Um, I'm going to say Mary, just because I I can truly, I can appreciate the lyricism that he brings to, to everything he does, and especially yeah. this song, and if you had chosen Hollywood, I would have... I would have definitely married, but this song and me need more time together. Yeah. We need to figure each other out a little bit more. Listen to more. I'm not, not as more. confident right. in in what we could bring for each other yeah, to the table. Yeah. You know I, mean?
1: I feel you. Um, I definitely think this song is a winner in my eyes. Like, Code is a friend, he's all whenever I hear something by him, it just it's always a slap. The lyrics are always very relatable and especially to black people. Um, You know, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. So thank you for pushing that movement for me. Um, But (laughs) uh, I think when I'm I'm going to go into the next one and you guys have heard it. You know, you guys know I've been crazy about this girl forever. Um, So Janae Aiko, One Way featuring Nas and what would you say cause you know I know that you like Nas Brandon so
2: legend on there that was a Mary honestly yeah. that was a Mary like I yeah. heard that shit and like just her I know how I know like I know how obsessed you are with uh, Janae. Janae. like my
1: <laughs> and inspiration like in life
2: like I the the bars from Nas on this song are fucking insane I mean the beauty in Janae's beyond angelic it's like it's, it's, it's step you here right. that no one has been able to like recreate. To, to recreate or match. No right. one ever will. No, for real. Because right. Janae is a special person. Like she is. honestly. She brings a special She's energy. amazing. And that and when when we had uh Michael Bronxley here and he right. was telling me and he was showing me uh that performance with Janae that right there told me like alright look like you you like this is like special the way she was able her crowd control. When you watch a person do crowd control when they're performing it's like a different personality comes out of them than what than what you would think. You know she just I
1: mean? sets a precedence when she walks on stage and everybody just becomes so calm. So it's like when I listen to her, she's taking me to a whole different like planet, like mm-hmm. different universe. And I feel like her vocals are is like you said, unmatched once mm-hmm. again. And Nas. When he was rapping though, lyrically, people don't know, if you don't fuck with Nas like that, then I can't fuck with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> because, personally, course. like, his flow has never not impressed me once. So, I would, that's what I would have to say about Janae. But, just kind of like getting... Out of this whole Janae Aiko, um, you know, fest. love fest right now. Um, yeah. I definitely want to transition it over. Um, so today, guys, we have an artist coming in locally from Phoenix. She's an amazing artist, amazing woman. I have the pleasure of calling this woman my friend. Um, so guys, get yourselves ready
0: for the Rev. The Rev. Rev Body's gonna lie like a hundred times. I can't peel their eyes. All in painted shadows where they at, dripping out my mind. Then I stretch their hands like they, like they don't know why. even have been seeing red, started going blind. even have been seeing red, started going blind. That's why I had to. So I had to take my time with the answers Pam was on the cliff taking chances Echoes had me stick up in the head I was casting stone getting sideways Alright,
1: so Lauren, oh we have you face. back with Well, oh on sense for the first time Thank you so much Um, I just want to say you look amazing today By Damn, the way, like thanks. this whole Fit, like I don't I don't It's just amazing, immaculate. Just go
2: ahead and cry
0: one time. Thank you. Shout out, Thrifty, you feel me?
2: (laughs) That that Igor hat, that Tyler merch is popping.
0: I know, that's the Real shit, real
2: shit. They can't see the logo, but it's there. Trust me. Super,
1: super influencing. So, Lauren, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you, like, where you're from originally, like, how you got into music, Hmm. um, and how you got into the music scene here in Phoenix,
0: locally. Yeah, um, so I was born in Arizona, um, like... Chandler, Awatuki area, a little bubble of a situation there. But okay. uh, I went to school uh, in Phoenix, um, and then I went to college in Tucson. Okay. Uh, I always had like an affinity for music. Like I was I s- was always writing poetry and lyrics, even before I knew how to like even make a song or anything like that. Like uh, in an ear for music. I played. Um, keys when I was really young but um, because I had an older brother who played sports, I kind of I'm I'm Aries, I'm super competitive, so um, I sort of felt like I had to compete in that sense and um, so I started playing sports too and kind of let piano take a backseat. I kind of quit because I thought that I had to be able to read music in order right. to be good at it. To play. That's kind of like the vibes I was getting from the teacher. Um, and maybe I was misinterpreting, but because I would just memorize everything or right. like play things by ear and stuff like that. So I still have goals to teach myself um, keys. I touch on it here and there. but um, But yeah, I went to school in Tucson. Prior to college, I was really only familiar with the rap that I was hearing on the radio, hip-hop that I was hearing on the radio. I was really into alternative rock. Um, but finally discovered, like, the underground. Like, I think I discovered, like, Chance the Rapper and Childish Gambino first. And then from there, like, I was like, shit, it's more right. than just, like, hi. Yeah. You're like, this, this is, is so like, tight. This is, right. ah. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it really, like, fell in when I was um, studying poetry in school. I started creative writing. And kind of like meshed to the recognition of truth, I think, uh, and the expression of truth that that I magnetized to hip hop for is, um, it almost like gave legs to my poetry in a way that um, I never had experienced. And so I felt really empowered and really powerful uh, um, through expressing my poetry and like Rap style, and then down the line, learning the difference between like rap and hip hop, and like really understanding um, what it is that I wanted to say, and like and um, like what
1: you wanted to do.
0: Yeah, the self education that took place after college was really what transformed my life. Um, I'm really grateful for the experience. I've been able to go and like to school in state and um, and stuff like that, and have experience my uh, poetry professor who was insanely transformative to my work but um, I would say it was everything that I was able to take that to like in terms of Continuing
1: to continue to grow and,
0: and like you know
1: use your music and everything okay mm-hmm. yeah. that's really
0: cool yeah and like you started out with
1: poetry and everything mm-hmm. okay so like are you a, you're originally from Arizona
0: mm-hmm. okay so you're yeah. a native. native yeah okay oh you said the Phoenix of the yeah how did I get into the Phoenix yeah so I moved, like I moved back from from school and uh moved back to Phoenix and just like got a restaurant job out here and started like going to it was crazy like I, I met uh, a few people randomly but it was like twice within the same week people told me had two different people had told me about Poetic Soul oh, so that was okay. really where I first started to meet um, artists right yeah I met PK I met um, a few other artists in the community <laughs> Okay, um, and then that's how I started like branching out um, to finding out about more events and stuff like that just by, like, keeping an ear to what's going on.
1: Okay, yeah, I love Poetic Soul. Like, that's definitely the place you want to go if you want to meet other artists mm-hmm. and, like, other creatives. So I definitely see that. And then you just kind of had conversations and you made those connections,
0: and mm-hmm. then here you are today. Yeah, shout All out right. J-Wop, too, because there was a conversation I had with him that, like, completely changed how I approached making music. So Really? Big shout that's out. That's really awesome. I know who J-Wop is, and...
1: He's dope. I definitely fuck with his music too and PK for sure. Mm-hmm. Um that was really cool. I don't know. Brandon?
2: Yeah. So like <laughs> you know, I mean so when you were like when you were getting into it, like what was the like instead of so when you went to the Poetic Soul the first time, mm-hmm. did you did you go there you I assume you went there with your own did you perform the first time?
0: Yeah, I was um I still remember it like plain as day, like uh, as if it happened yesterday and I just like signed up. I don't know if I was what I was expecting or like whatever um, to go, but I, I went like really early on because this is when they would or- arrange it based on like re- returning people mm-hmm. would go like right. later in the evening and new people would go at the beginning. And I went like, excuse me, first or second, I think I went second. And. Um, I just went up on stage and like told the band to like play whatever, and I spit the two verses that were my favorite, favorite, and the ones that are committed that were committed to memory at that time. And they, I I still know them, but there are other ones that have taken their place since then, as my favorites and things. But uh, I just got as soon as I got the mic in my hand, it was natural. It was really my first time performing really on the mm-hmm. mic. Like everything had been so internalized and and so. Um, practiced like in my own space in my own time but i really never had an opportunity to hop on a
2: mic like that so would you you say that would you say that like when you got off the when you got off the stage was there any like anybody who was like thinking like oh this is a comparison would you say like you got comparisons like right off the bat because that kind of go ahead sorry
0: oh it's, it's all i get all types of comparisons and there was a conversation that i had with this um with My friend Kata from New York, Mm -hmm. um, who I had met super like, um, crossing the past, the fact that our paths crossed the way they did still blows my mind. But, anyways, um, we would get into conversations about our artistry and um, we talked about who I had been compared to in the past and the, the names that people would draw from. And I was always like, couldn't believe the names that I would that people would say and I would just kind of swallow it accept it thank them but um, still kind of puzzled by it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he relayed to me that he thinks that people are just like comparing to me that to people that they see as being great so
2: yeah
0: um, I took that as like with a grain of salt in the sense of now I take every time that someone gives me a name that they think I am the same same sense of being grateful, but I always recognize that, like, it's not necessarily that it's that exact person, but it's that person's expression that, um, and how, like, the, the, how they're. In their free expression of truth and and power and greatness and levels they ascend to, that they see that in me, and I always think that that's really great. So I try not to like pinpoint those names, but it's all types of names. Like, okay,
1: okay. yeah, Yeah. you you don't have to go into that if you don't, you know, feel comfortable with that, and that's fine as long as you
2: know. The only thing, the well, the the reason mainly why I ask that is like, is because I I find that a lot of people, especially rappers, get compared to to artists from before, and in in my. Like, like true, truest question is, is like, do you think it's a healthy practice to do that? Because like, I feel like it stifles the new age artist's creativity. Because then they they get cornholed into this this idea of like what they should be as an artist, what and they should
1: sound like, what they're how they should move in this industry.
0: I think it it always stems back to intention, and not just intention, but like intention as it relates to impact. So when someone comes. Um, forth with a comparison like what is your intention by that? Is your intention to have something to say? Is your intention to feel like there is something that you need to say? Is, is, it, is, it, is it coming across as like forced? Is it just because you can't really um, fathom this uh, this person's own individual individuality and like individual greatness? Is that why you feel like you, the need to say something? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that, that it's necessarily productive because a lot of times when it takes place, it's like, oh, you remind me of this person. And it's like, well, is there any information that I can extract from that? Like, yeah. oh, do you, do are you really reading into it so deep as to say, like, I, I see you take towards similar sounds as this person uses. I right. think that's really cool. The way you do something different with it um, is cool. But that it makes sense why they remind me of, mm-hmm. you know, you, I uh, there's like a. A crossover and like and that you remind me of them because this yeah. is why i don't know that it's necessarily a productive practice but i know why people do it especially yeah. if they're outside of music and outside of like um the practice of being an artist and like um i think sometimes people just want to have something to say i yeah.
2: think that makes that makes a lot of sense i think uh, that answers my question very, very, very well. Because, like, yeah. I mean, when I've when i I've listened to some of your music, I could hear sounds sonically that sounded similar. But the production and the beat choice and the actual content of it was mm-hmm. different, and it was relayed different with a different mm-hmm. tonality and everything. That's like, cool. sonically, I think there are some people that can sound similar, and I don't think it's a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think I mean? it's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's... Um, Everyone has influence, like p- particularly with this next project I'm working on. I'm allowing myself for the first, not for the first time, but really allowing myself to step in and say, I'm influenced by this person, like,
2: consciously,
0: like yeah. I, consciously, like allowing my work to be informed like that, because I've seen what doing that has done for my work. Mm-hmm. OK, you know what I mean? Like it, it, by allowing myself to 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 really study um the artists whose mindsets I think are so important because it's not necessarily the work. It's not like I want to make that. It's like um it's like I want to align in, myself with right? where this is coming from and see how it is projected and, and makes manifest when it's filtered through my psyche and like mm-hmm. when it's filtered through what I have to bring to it and what I have to say. Because inherently anything that I'm doing is always going to be Different from anyone that I draw influence from, by the fact that being filtered through this physicality and these eyes and and the things that I've been been witness um, and and taken empathy from, like uh, it's gonna be different. It's just inherently. Yeah. And so um, I think it's 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 healthy to allow people to draw influence and not say. Like you're you're Great. you're trying to bite, you're That's trying to be there, way. you're trying to do this, like mm-hmm. da, da da. No, let people. Just take be, healthy influence right. from the people that allowed them to grow because in reality nothing belongs to us nothing um, everything's a remix everything has been done before nothing new under the Sun however you want to say it like nothing belongs to you so as soon as you Realize say that. as soon as you as soon as you recognize that everything that you make as a creator has been um, bled into by the art of someone else um, whether consciously or, or subconsciously then you allow yourself the Freedom than to say this is specifically what I like about this thing, and this is how it can inform what I do.
1: Okay, and Lauren, like that definitely brings me into the next question I have for you. Um, What would you say is one of the most common themes? or a couple of different common things within your music that you always tend to talk about or lean towards? And do you see that changing for you as you get older? Um, and as the as the era changes with music, do you feel like you're
0: capable of changing with that era due to the things that you talk about right now? Um, I love that question because um, one thing that I've always reflected on is that still waters run deep. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things that are gonna always recur and are always gonna be relevant until they're changed, until, right. until um, our society and the people in it that aren't engaged with the discourse of what it means uh, to have power systems that build identities on the backs of the oppressed until people are able to recognize that and and recognize their place in it, because right now I think the biggest problem is there are too many people that don't see themselves as central to that narrative. I mm-hmm. think it's a it's a it's an issue that that um that takes form only in the worlds and the lives of those that are oppressed. But if you uh, are able to recognize, um, and we were talking about this earlier a little bit behind the scenes, like right, right. where your where your identity takes form in falsity based on how society sets that up then you have the ability to break through that and formulate your identity within truth and become productive in thought productive in action and productive in liberation towards these ideas that continue to um make weapons out of people where without their consent.
1: Right. Exactly. You know, because
0: if you have individuals that don't know something how they're being used as part of an agenda, that's you know, people go go in an in, in uprise about about rape, about consent, about all of these things. But you have a society that is using your identity and your ideologies against you and against others without your consent. Every day, yeah. unless you're seeking out those um, those points of truth, I, I so I think we need more people in the world like No Name, who I commend till the day that I fall. I love her um, so for absolutely. everything that she does. Uh, she's someone that who's um, whose power and truth mm-hmm. and commitment to liberation is something that informs my work, mm-hmm. but how she's done her book club by giving people access to these these writers that will allow you to dismantle your identity or um feel validated by uh the fact that there are people out there and that have existed before this time that we're in right now whose ideologies um we're not only illegal in places where these regimes took place, but whose ideas are still relevant in the times that we're mm. living in. Okay. Um, to validate mm. those things, those are, I think, yeah, all things sure. that I draw from. From See, my I, work. That's I the thing. That.
2: I don't feel. I don't feel like people really look at the world that we like. It, people don't look at the government that you live in as a regime because a regime is something that is, and especially in our place in this world uh where we are at america it 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 feels it feels like we you know the wool's been effectively pulled over our eyes for so long truly and it's been so easy to do because we're built off the idea of freedom you know what i mean that's what it means to be american right Mm -hmm. is to be free is to be you can say and do whatever you want Mm -hmm. but you don't understand that there is we're just as much a regime as as uh stalinist russia was mm-hmm. i mean we have kids who you go into school every day and pledge your allegiance to a flag you don't even understand what that means mm-hmm. until you get to be about 16 17 18 to where you realize i'm pledging my allegiance to this idealistic idea of what america is and what yeah, the dream is what life would be
0: You're right. speaking on the on the pledge of allegiance people it, it, it's it's written this is not a democracy. It's to the democracy and the republic for which it
2: stands. Right. We, we, we are below this these Democratic regimes of power republic. under the guise of people democracy. People don't understand that. Right. They, don't, they look at it as like freedom as, as if it's real freedom but and even at its core the idea of true democracy is incredibly hard to, incredibly hard to stick to when you mm-hmm. have as many people in the world as you do today. Right. Because this is all, this was all just the brainchild of some dudes running around in togas in Athens mm-hmm. saying like, alright out of 300 people we can decide we can all vote that's easy to that's easy to stick with Mm -hmm. it gets incredibly hard when you get into the thousands and when you get into the millions it's almost impossible Mm -hmm. so like people don't understand that that the reality of what our country is built on is not truly what they bought into
0: yeah the the false freedom that takes that that takes place on 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 the backs of people that don't know what have never seen that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like exactly. That's, I think it's 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 wild. The only freedom that is real is that which you derive and excavate through knowledge seeking, and um, that that practice undermines exactly everything that this country operates by. And so, therefore, it's not in the in the vested interest of these power systems right. to like. Guide you to that access of true truth, right. true knowledge, if you true game, identity. You're going to give everybody the answers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. Um, again, I, you know, just moving on to like our next question here. I, I, love the way you dress, Lauren. I definitely feel like you're different. It makes a statement. Like when you walk into the room, I noticeably see that you're different in every aspect. Um, would you say that like you dress this way because like you don't want to be Overly sexualized within the music industry because we see so many female rappers today who just don't wear a lot of clothing, you know, like, do you cover up for a reason or this is just like a way that you've always dressed because you like this is like my swag,
0: not Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to make a statement or, you know, I would say I've always um, gone back and forth into um, experiencing my feminine, femininity through how I dress and then to experiencing my own version of that femininity through the lens of my masculine energies. Mm-hmm. And I think I grew more and more comfortable and accustomed to um, a way of dressing that allowed me that self-possession. I think that's really what it stems to because I it, the more um it took place in in like educating myself of like realizing um how the power systems don't want us to be able to have that self possession in terms of our identity the more that i excavated in terms of um my identity and that knowledge uh the more i wanted like for myself you know and and the more i recognized um being addressed and um, given different energy. Do you feel like people take you more seriously because the way, you sure. the way you I would say for sure. I would say for sure. I I, I hear women talking about uh, in in the community a lot um, and outside the community how they would go to a studio and and dudes are like trying to flirt with them and trying to holler at them and it's like I don't I don't deal with that because right. uh, I I think it's not as accessible and it, it kind of is confusing, I think to some people, um, particularly as I investigated the modesty component by covering my hair, but then taking that as a form of resistance, like how, how we dress is, is how we build our armor for what it is that we're gonna have to confront. So if I want to have to confront my relationship with my body in public all the time, and I'm comfortable doing that, and I take power in doing that, that would be my prerogative then to to, to show my body and that's a comfort that I have and that, that, that would be how I would express it. But for me, I don't really find it necessary to be in the midst of whatever it is that my day is looking like right. and then all of a sudden right now I'm feeling... A type of way about my body to Mm -hmm. like remove myself from those uh, Those anxieties and to just be able to bypass that.
1: And and those body standards that you know that have been set in place for Mm. us as women out here is very hard especially Mm. in the industry so I give you props you know for just being yourself and you know being able to dress the way you want and Mm. you know definitely I feel like it makes a difference when you're in the studio with uh, different types of people um, because I think they look at you a certain way and um, you set Kind of like the tone when you walk in the room. Like, people really take a look at that and they're like, okay, she's dressed well. She's very a classy person. She's, you know, she's not out here like being foo foo or playing yeah, around or anything like that. So, yeah,
0: oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. There, like I said, there are times when in, in, in my past where I've slipped into like the femininity of really wanting to experience the beauty of my body, but I've, I've always since, uh, when I was little, I've always taken toward expressing myself through. Cause I had an older brothers, so mm-hmm. I had a lot of hand-me-downs with my brother. Mm-hmm. I had. Um, I was always influenced by you know um, wanting to fit in, and that way I played sports and stuff like that. So the tomboy in me is just like. Living right. her fucking life.
2: Right. I it's all about like the reclamation of identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah like,
0: like, I, I don't. I don't beautiful. think yeah. it takes anything from who I am right. as a woman. It was funny. I was having a discussion with somebody, and I I just jumped to the conclusion that they, that they would assume that I would have like take more to my masculinity or something like that or that I that I think there was assumptiveness up towards my sexual preference or mm-hmm. anything like that based right. on it and I just had to assert like I was like, I'm such a woman like I take <laughs> off all the nurturing <laughs> components of what it means to be a woman, to be a woman and like and, and, and celebrating that in ways that doesn't have to be so sexualized. overt and so sexualized and exactly so I, I would say it's just a tool I would say the, yeah. the your garments and is your armor
1: yeah and that this is a question um, for Brandon like being the guy right now (laughs) on the podcast um, like you've been in the studio and you've seen like females walk in or like you know you've worked with people before so how would you feel um if you've seen somebody walk in as a rapper do you feel more comfortable if they were dressed like lauren versus would you take someone walking into the studio dressed like lauren more seriously versus someone who is showy who does is you know maybe wearing little shorts or has Mm -hmm. you know cleavage out how do you feel as a man
2: I, there is a part of me that I would want to, I want to give the woke answer, and then I'm going to give the true answer. Okay.
1: So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <So>. And I <laughs> want you to yeah, be completely yeah. honest, because
2: Yeah, is no, some- I mean, uh, I'll give you the true answer first, so let's be honest. I, I, right off the bat, if a girl was dressed in something, like, that was very showy, I would be not thinking, I would probably be not thinking too much about her, um... Her, her intent her, well, right. her intent coming into the studio, I wouldn't be really looking at that so much as I would be looking at her because I would be like, damn, she's gorgeous. So, like, that's, wow. You know, like, I, I'm not, I don't speak for every man, but you're going to sit here, you can't lie, that you look. You know what I mean? And that's the reality of it is you got two eyes in your head. Mm-hmm. If you're not blind, you're not Stevie Wonder, you're, you're going to look. Right. So, like, but I would say that as soon as she hopped in the booth, depending on what she talked about and what she brought to the table, then I might change my tune. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That would, and that's still the true answer. This is right. even the like, I would, it all depends on what comes out of your head. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, and I, like I said, I cannot speak for other men. Um, and not all men are monolithic. We're not all the same. Right. I mean, a lot of us are, but anyway, <laughs> um, the reality of it is is that I would look at what she has to say like because if if what you say does not match what's on the outside I'm instantly going to think that there's a certain amount of dyna- dynamism or dynamic energy going on inside of your head mm-hmm. I'm going to be like okay you're fucking smart because you knew a bunch of dudes would be looking at you and thinking like oh she's just this pretty girl like this that and the third and then you come out and you you drop some fucking bars that make my head explode <laughs> bet I'm fucking with you
1: I definitely but feel it like,
2: but like... if, if and then the woke answer just being is I truly I, I don't I try not to think about what people are wearing and it's like I said it's mainly about what's gonna come out of your mouth what's gonna mm-hmm. come out of your head what what is what is what you're thinking because I've been proved wrong so many times I'm fucking stupid yeah. like let's be honest like right. everybody's not everybody knows everything and I'm the first to say that I don't know shit so like I'm just gonna wait for what has to come out of your mouth
0: I feel that and it also like it, by experience for me it's, it's made things so much easier to continue to attract what it is and not even sexually or you know relationship wise but just like the energy that i want to attract i have every tool at my disposal to be able to attract the energy that i want to receive and i want to inform and um bring healthful energy to my life. And I feel like uh, how you dress is a big part of that. Because if you're okay with, like, what you're going to, as a woman, what you're going to attract based on um, what you're presenting, because once you've presented into the world, you have no control over it anymore, just like the internet. And, uh, And so if you're comfortable with what you're going to attract and and you know like those energies won't reach you then then that's that's part of the decision that like women make I think I love it I like what you say about matching the content to like
1: I love that
0: I love that yeah and I think
1: just from like my personal experience like I've When I do a shoot or as an artist myself or if I'm, you know, I know I'm going to have a show, I definitely try to dress a little bit different. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, like, uh, certain – the way I dress on Instagram is, like, totally different from probably what you would see me dress as, like, on a daily basis Mm -hmm. just because I'm so, like – I'm self-conscious about people looking at me a certain way, and I feel like I want them to take me seriously. I don't mm. want them to be like, okay, yeah, she looks good, but her music is, you know, whatever. I'm still going to mm-hmm. fuck with her, but in, not in that yeah. way. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So I love that. And I know, Brandon, you had another question.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like, I mean, a lot of the questions that I've already that I've had have, like, been answered. Yeah. Oh, but, like, because, like, like, I mean, between a lot of this stuff like just our conversation has been so telling and just like right. so open but I guess my next question would really be is like how has like the music making process and, and um, just the things that you've learned from what you've taken in from the music that you got into how has that kind of like evolved your outlook on yourself in, in this spot in society you know what I mean?
0: That's a really good question um, in terms of like Responsibility and, like, vocation of self and how that all factors in to identity. It wasn't until I was able to access these um, ideas and the urgency that comes through in the music that I listen to artists like Earl Sweatshirt or who comes to mind specifically. Um, and recognizing what I was... Always trying to excavate towards, like there was all as I was building and progressing myself within my lyricism and and the messaging and everything. In order to continue to elevate myself and access and excavate all of these ideas that I I knew I was capable of setting forth, that came with a continual, like I've said, education of myself on what my identity is within um, these larger schemes. So. Um, could you rephrase the question before I continue? Yes, or not rephrase so, it, but like again.
2: Well, it's it's pretty much just like how has the music making process? How the is music the music process? The music making process, the way that you get into yourself, how has that changed how you look about uh, your spot in society and, mm. and just what you bring to everything? Right, I see. Okay, because um, I could sem- I could sense myself getting off track. So well, no, I was like, I, it was a very vaguely worded uh, question, so I. Apologize. But the the, the music <laughs>
0: making process has, I would say, kept that excavation going and when i talk about excavation it's it's like exactly what it sounds like as far as a process of like mining in the in the, into the earth for uh materials that you need Just you have to back layers you have to like mine within yourself in order to to access not only like your your own divinity not only your like um to a degree we have to be able to depersonalize and detach from the physicality of things and understand that okay, I the the, the example I always like to give is like I don't I don't uh, I perceive this table I'm not this table mm-hmm. I perceive this phone I'm not this phone I perceive these shoes I'm not these shoes I perceive the body so I'm not the body or I'm more than just the body I'm just oh. operating the okay. body you know so yeah. so once I like was able to digest that within within my own. Um, Belief states and like continually want to bring that forth in my in my music. It became a lot easier to understand that the traumas that are associated with my everyone has traumas associated with the, with their own physicality, whether right. it's things that have actually physically happened to them or things that are attributed to the physicality of the body. So like what it means to for the the physicality of who I am to effectively descend from. Um, histories of colonization and things like that. Those are things that that the the ancestors of my physicality did. But I have right. I have um, the energies that that operate my physicality that are Un- that are not related
2: right so to you that. move beyond that so you're right. able to So, so it's, yeah. it's,
0: yes there are things that I have to acknowledge and address by my physicality and what my what, what it means um, to move in through the world as a white woman and what, what all privilege comes with that what all um, thank you yeah. ramifications stigma yeah. stereotypes oh, that was really good Yeah, you see that I love what, that yeah. what all comes with that yes I have to be aware of that but I, I also am, am, am allowed I'm allowed to align myself with the the divinity of the energies that operates my physicality, my psyche, mm-hmm. everything that I write and 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 make is filtered through all of that but it comes from a place that is also separate from all of that yeah
2: which is everybody's okay. right yeah. yeah exactly i see i see what you mean that's beautiful and
1: lord i'm like super excited to hear your music mm. um so i know that you're gonna be freestyling on a beat for us today today. Oh, um, but before i we definitely get into that um tell the people
0: what project are you working on right now like what are oh. you doing like what i want to know So um, I have two works out right now on all streaming um, that I had put out last year, um, and I'm working on the third in the series right now. So the first one is Anti-Fake, the tape, the letter. Second one, Anti-Fake, the uh, letter, the memory. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, and then the third one is the one I'm working on right now, and I'm really excited about it. And it's called "Anti-Fake: The Memory of the Moment." Mm-hmm. So basically, taking a lot of the stuff that we are talking about is stuff that's um, being continually unearthed and excavated, and then re-injected back into the into the the lyrics and the messaging and, and the energy that takes place on this project, um, where I'm looking at everything that how memory affects the moment basically right. how where we've been affects where we are and um, how the moment doesn't necessarily have to carry the same energy that the memory had I love that yeah. like where we have we have vocation and we have option and we have choice and um, challenge mm-hmm. and duty to um, harness the moment and you know create something new with it
1: right right that's really awesome. I'm like so excited to hear your project Thank you. uh, when That's it really does fun. come out, um, and I can't wait to hear you freestyle today. As a matter of fact, so
2: cool. I have um, one more question. Oh, one
1: more question.
0: I have one more question. <laughs> okay. I okay. go- I'm like running the podcast. Right. I'm like, no, 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 It's right. okay. It's right. okay. <laughs> I have one more question.
2: Just because I, just because I see the, uh, I see the, the cohesiveness of your projects, mm. and I'm a huge fan of concept albums. Mm. And I just want to know, like, what's your just if you could give us one, just a soft one concept album that you like might be your favorite. Big like Fish Theory, of... Evan Staples.
0: Oh, oh
2: that yes. is easy. Yes. That is very good. Uh, and uh, the gate with
1: oh,
0: <laughs> And uh, and uh, I would say then followed by Damn.
1: Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Can one of Kendrick. they like they go back sure. and forth. They
0: like spar with each yeah. other all the yeah. time yeah. in my yeah.
2: bedroom. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just we, had to so good, yeah.
1: No, it's literally we always talk about concept albums and, like, what we love. And I was just telling Brandon, like, last week I listened to uh, to Pimp a Butterfly for, like, mm-hmm. the first time all the way through, like, the beginning of January, and it changed my life. I was like, mm. oh, wow. Kendrick is on a whole different level. Yeah, he's so awesome. That wow. that's really crazy. Yeah. But
0: thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Like, where can the people find you, Lauren? Like, where are you at? Yeah, on totally. Social media? So uh, social media-wise, um, I'm at Res Don't Die on Instagram, and that's like everything that Res stands for. Will never die. So respect, responsibility, preservation is everything. That's what doesn't die. So Res Don't Die, and then um, everywhere else in terms of uh, like listening uh, on streaming, you can just search Res Lauren R E S, uh, and then my name Lauren L A U R E N. And then Twitter, I think it's just Rez Lauren. Awesome,
1: awesome, definitely. Well, you guys heard it first. That's where to find my girl, Lauren. So you better go and you check out me? her projects on Apple Music, Spotify, all of the greatest still streaming apps out there. We're gonna hop into this performance. And again, <laughs> my name is Juno
2: with Sense and- um, I am Brandon with Sense. You can find me at Bummy Poppy on Instagram. <laughs> because I am bummy, and yes, I am dad. And I created
1: this name, by the way. Give me my props. He's not going to ever do it, but okay. You get a sprinkle (laughs) of props. You may get a crumb of props. Just a little, (laughs) just a little bit. And you can find me on Instagram at Junoverse, um, and that's J U N O V X R S E for a lot of people who can't spell, sorry. Um, And then, uh, since Pod Official is our podcast official, so hit us up. up. And I just want to thank Kenneth so much for being a part of this episode, and where can... the people find you, Kenneth. Hurry up and come, can- come in the shot. Uh,
3: <laughs> hurry up <laughs> and come in the shot, Kenneth. <laughs> hey, um, sorry. Is this so. Kenneth <laughs> Webb? And on every
1: platform. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Thank you, Thank you for I'm excited for this. You have set Ugh. such a high bar for us. Um, and this could be filmed or not. I don't care anymore. But uh, you set such a high bar. And any, if anybody who comes on this show next is not as good or as gives doesn't bring the same energy, I don't want it. And no, like, no for, real, like, for real I don't and like you said Damn, so, you, you definitely set a bar for us now um, and just not even just as podcasts li- got to li- listeners just mm-hmm. to listen to you yeah. um, speak is just like a gift in itself Damn, like um, just the, the magnetic energy that you bring to the table um, and we definitely hope to see you on future episodes we have some other out. stuff coming out um, and, and we definitely time. would love to see you guys see you again spin um, the mic coming yeah. soon spin the, the, the mic, mic. We're, we're not gonna say too much about the next mm-hmm. um, um, we want, stuff, we but want, uh, we but, won't uh, hop into it. Know, but we're gonna hop right into this performance. And thank you guys so much for watching. Sense. Peace.
0: Checkety check it. Check. I just like count me in whenever y'all are ready, and whenever he's ready. Check out below. Check check. 1995, my eyes open, skip to open eye, power wants the soul trap, death toll on the rise. Some say no one ever really dies, like a silver lining, others stay hurting for some perfect timing. Not a bragger or a boaster by nature, but I got raps, Jagger. Got you focused in on my soul, the body changer. Relay ancient alien, scenes I've been rearranged. Egos flaring up, I'm out of range, so put down your dagger. Mm. No it's not about me, out of body, still ain't out of patience Seems I found my purpose, why I'm grateful for my matter Still I stay hungry, cause I see the full platter Having heart for heartless ain't the way I don't Adam I don't see myself as for Adam, maybe formed Adam He want war, Adam, but what comes before Adam? Ever think the lady was the clay earth and pattern Make a space between the wrongs of the ladder, y'all late And everybody love until they ain't, I want you out the paint Some will never give, only take like a drain I'm just trying to get up out the maze, out the AZ. Turn the work to the wage, put my pen to the page. I can think of people who the money might change, but you ain't gotta worry about me. Surely I got goals you can't see. Set the soil with seeds, steady all seasons, changing weather fleas. Plus my heart lighter than the feather breeze. Every day I make myself better G's. Lines like ether, pepper with all the schemes. It's like knees, how I put this shit together. I like truth, showing proof, hold the roof, nailing tooth. Yeah, yeah. I like truth, showing proof, hold the roof, nailing tooth. If we're fighting, then we're bound to fight forever. Yeah, know that power wants us getting gray and not cheddar. Silent so we both go down together. Guess my mouth beretta, unapologetic, sure to fall and get up. Yeah, sure to fall and get up. I'm anti fake, anti snake, anti lame. I don't break, I rise, but I'm the rain. Watch me change shape, multifaceted phoenix of the flame. Rez don't die, and that's the name. Rez don't die, and that's the name. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Balance, knowing power, knowing place. I'm cool on the carpet, knowing very well. I made a space, thus. All aboard duality, the urgency, the patience, the weight on my chest. My soul has many faces. They all got to say in me, light up like a ray in me. Tighten up, I wanted love. I needed love to stay with me. But what I end up chasing as I give away, I'm made of. I can't play the middle, though. It gave me cause to stay up. Practicing my layups like a lake. Assalamu alaikum, alaikum alaykum salam, inshallah, my light on till I'm Gone, can only give what I've got Caught on a plot, stuff a sock Race the clock and leave the rock hot Mmm, race the clock Yeah Race the clock and leave the rock hot mm. With letters, words, syllables Space to stretch sentences Hell turns over in place, no made mention Bell curve, make for the edges of make a mecca, making messes Making pace with the message mm. yeah Making pace with the message yeah. That was tight. Mm-hmm.